This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hey trainers, and finally, welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. It's been like two weeks. It's been a while since we did an episode. Uh, on the episode again is my very good friend, Renee. What up, man? Hello, everyone. How's everyone? How are all the trainers doing today? I'm sure they're doing just fine playing Pokemon X and Y, finding out a bunch of new information about things, which we're going to bring to them. I'm happy. It, I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago? the little car accident thing with Maria <laughs> then <clears throat> last week with my internet issue this week. Finally, I have my whole setup so we can do this show properly. And now we're going to go ahead and get started for show notes for today's episode. Uh, if you're listening live, you can just go ahead and check it out after the episode at pokedexradio.com slash 79. Like I just said, you can always listen to the show live every Saturday, as long as I'm available to go ahead and do it over at pokedexradio.com slash live. You can like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Pokedex Radio. Follow us on Twitter, at Pokedex Radio, um, all that good stuff. You can find all the links to everything over at PokedexRadio.com. So, I'm excited for today's episode. Um, what, do you, what do you think? So much news. Too much news. Uh, I, oh, what I forgot to write down actually was the whole Google thing. But we'll talk about that later on. Oh, look for I, it. Look for it while we do this. So, so let me intro the, the first topic here. Um, so let's see here. The first thing I wanted to go ahead and uh, talk about while Renee looks for something else is uh, the new movie, Deancey and the Cocoon of Destruction. I've heard two different titles. That's that's the title that I've been using. But then I heard another. I read another title. It's like Deancey and the Cocoon of um, and the Cocoon of Destruction. I'm sorry, the Cocoon of Destruction and Deancey. You know, flip flopping. You know. Everything gets lost in translation. Either way, very similar titles. I think that this is going to be a decent movie. I'm going to go ahead and play the audio from the Japanese trailer. It's actually an extended trailer. It's going to be about two minutes long. So uh, let me bring it up here. Um, all right, uh, Renee, I'm going to play it. So you know the Hangouts thing is going to mute you. So if you need yeah, to talk no over, problem. yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the Deance. This is the Japanese trailer for Deance and the Cocoon of Destruction. の眠りを妨げし者怒りの裁きを受けるべし。ピッタ。は?なんだお前。私は天使。大夜広告の姫様じゃ。姫様。私に音もすることを許します。姫様。何か偉そうな奴だな。いいか。私笑われた。謎の
世界で出会う新たなポケモンたちとの冒険そしてバトル<笑>やめるのですゼルネアスポケモンザムービー XY 第1弾このままじゃこの国が滅びる私は信じます破壊のマユトディアンシーそしてもう一本<笑>さあみんなクレッフィーの鍵を使ってピカチュウたちと摩訶不思議な大冒険に出かけよう<笑>ピカチュウこれ何の鍵ではごきげんよう今マヨリケを買うともれなくダンス代がもらえるプレゼントカードがついてくる<笑>さらにプレゼントガイドもついてくるさらにさらに変形クリアファイルバックもついてくるそしていいぞ I'd like to say <laughs> it definitely looks interesting I mean I haven't seen a Pokemon movie in a while yeah but it... Ooh, oops I got cut off yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it definitely looks um exciting to it, say the least it does I like I, I like the way the movie looks I also like the way the um the Pikachu you know the, the little short thing at the beginning with Klefki that looks interesting as well to me yeah um uh, uh, yeah go on Definitely the two legendaries, and I'm going to mispronounce them, Xerneas and Evelto. Yeah. I mean, that's the way yeah. I've been pronouncing them, but... Yeah, the both of them, it, it's good. I like seeing them both um, actually engage in each other in this movie. Yeah, um, that, that was one thing different than... Um, what, what did they do? It was uh, uh, Giratina and Arceus. They had them in separate movies. And then I believe the same thing for um, uh, Kyurem and... Um, The other one from Black and White.、Uh, you can help me out with that name. Oh, I, I can't think of that name at all. It's fine. The But I know exactly what you're talking about. The Black and the White one. They put those in two different movies with Victini,、um, which are, I believe are on Netflix,、um, if not on Hulu Plus.、Uh, or Hulu. But I mean, re- regardless, I like that they put both, both of them in one movie. So it's not like a, a kind of, oh, let's you know, try to milk this and make as much money off of it as we can. I'm sure they're going to do it because they're still Vulcanian. In this one, that is probably going to be something big. Yeah, they kind of milked it because they made another Mewtwo movie with you know, the Mewtwo,、uh, Mewtwo Y mega evolution. So I like it. Oh,、though. that's right. Yeah. I, I that, um, has the Mewtwo movie come out in English yet? Been dubbed for English? I don't know. And it's a very good question because I don't. I think, it, I think it has. I want to say it has, but I, I really, I honestly don't know off the top of my head.、Um, yeah. Just watching the,、uh, the chat on the live stream thing. Speaking of, I need to put a chat on the website. I need to figure out how to do that. But that's the movie.、Uh, let's see if there's any、uh, air dates for that movie. None that I'm seeing here.、Um, I'm sure it said it at the, at the end of the thing. But for the movie,、um, let's see,、uh, May 2014 issue of Koro Koro has unveiled the Diancy distribution event for Japan.、Uh, it'll be distributed in theaters from July 19th until September 30th. Uh, via wireless connection during the 17th movie airings.、Um, Deancey itself will be level 50 and will come in a cherish ball like every event Pokemon has been recently.、Um, it'll be、uh, holding a, an item called the Normal Gem. It'll have the moves Diamond Storm, Reflect, Moon Blast, and Return.、Uh, Diamond Storm is a new move introduced in the Generation f-、uh, 6 games.、Uh, let's see here.、Um, the Tokyo Dome Sky Hall, the.、Uh, 
Tukaidu Khan uh, Die Hall on July 6th. There will be pre-screenings for the movie. That's nice. 700 invitations and 2,100 people that will be allowed to see the pre-screening for the movie. Have you ever seen pre-screenings for movies, Renee? No, I, I never have. I've never gotten the opportunity to. I've only ever seen one, and I feel lucky enough to say it was a Pokemon movie. Ooh. Um, back in the day when, uh, at least here in the States, they had Pokemon on Kids WB on the weekends. It was uh, when the third Pokemon movie came out, I was able to uh, call in and I won uh, four tickets, actually, to see the Pokemon movie. I actually ended up keeping one of them because I only went with me and a friend. So I got to keep one of the tickets and we ended up um, being the person behind the last part that we were at. We were the people behind the last person to get an Entei uh, promo card really upset but eventually we ended up Aww. getting that we eventually ended up getting one how i don't know but i like this that they're actually distributing the dnc uh during this i'm sure they're going to give it to us in some way shape or form uh here in the states and all around the world everybody else listening as well australia europe everybody we're all going to eventually get dnc and i'm sure it's going to be some sort of either in-store event which i hate um I prefer or life. mystery gift online, hopefully or mystery gift online. I hope because those I much prefer. I hate having to drive to GameStop. Um, everybody who's ever listened to this show knows how much I hate <laughs> GameStop. Um, but yeah, um, a few other events that uh, Nintendo is going to be doing um, in the Pokemon centers in Japan. Of course, these are all Japanese events. We rarely get events here in the States. I think Canada's getting one too, which uh, I'm not sure if I hadn't uh, opened up in a tab, but I'll see if I can find it. Uh, Pokemon centers in Japan will be distributing six Pokemon that have the ability to mega evolve uh, in battle. Um, each Pokemon will obviously be holding a mega stone and be distributed during their own specific time. Uh, the first one starts May 24th to uh, June 21st. Uh, hang on. Sorry. I'm reading the wrong thing. Do to do elite four Pokemon. Uh, okay. It's going to be in the Pokemon center stores in Japan. Like I said, uh, there'll also be a tournament called the Pokemon center battle championship. Um, uh, okay, um, the Elite Four of each Pokemon Center store battling against players in the championship. Um, okay, so either way, I, I was mistaken. Uh, no, I, I was right. Uh, let's see here. Gyarados, Gyarados will be in a Cherish Ball, will be level 50, and will have the moves Waterfall, Earthquake, Ice Fang, and Dragon Dance. Uh, it'll be distributed between May 10th and May 18th, and it'll be holding Gyaradosite. It's Mega uh, Megastone. Scizor will be in a Cherish Ball, obviously, be level 50. We'll know the moves Bullet Punch, Swords Dance, Roost, and U-Turn, and it'll be distributed between May 19th and May 25th, uh, and obviously holding its Megastone, a Scizorite. Kangaskhan, Cherish Ball, level 50, will know the moves Fake Out, Return, Earthquake, and Sucker Punch um, between May 26th and June 1st, and holding Kangaskhanite. I'll read the others for you. Sure, thank you. Uh, Gengar will be in a Cherish Ball. It'll be level 50 as well. It'll know the moves Shadow Ball, Sludge Bomb, Will-O-Wisp, and Destiny Bond. And it'll be distributed from June 2nd to June 8th, and will be holding Gengarite. Uh, my favorite, well, out of these ones, uh, Tyranitar will be in a Cherish Ball, and will be level 50. It'll have the moves Stone Edge, Crunch, Earthquake and Ice Punch, and it'll be distributed from June 9th to June 15th, and we'll be holding a Tyranar Tyranitarite. Is that how it's said? I would have to say it like that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Mawile, the last one, will be in a Cherish Ball, level 50. Uh, it'll know Iron Head, Play Rough, 
Fire Fang, Sucker and Sucker Punch. And it'll be from June 16th to June 22nd. And we'll be holding Mawalite. Mawalite. <laughs> I've never actually had to pronounce that one before. Yeah. Mawalite. Interesting, though. Uh, six event Pokemon. Oops, got to put stuff down. Six event Pokemon all being distributed, not in the States, but in Japan. Um, interesting. I mean, th- this is nice because then, yeah, you get to have an extra of those Mega Stones, which I'm always in favor of having extra of everything. Um, occasionally I might even think of myself as a bit of a pack rat cause I always keep extra stuff. I'm like, I'm like a little, Oh yeah. I'm like, I know exactly how you feel. For um, me, it's like, I'm like a boy scout. I'm always prepared for everything. I always have two of everything, you know? No, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> Every video game I've played, um, and, um, maybe listeners might know, like if the fallout games like new Vegas or fallout three open world games, you can basically loot anything you want. And I'll sit here and I'll be like opening some chest or something and it'll be the most obscure thing, like a screw. And I'll be like, I don't know, I might need this. So you, I just grab it anyway yeah, you and never get rid of it. Exactly, because you might need it. Even if it's 10 years from now, you might need it. I like. I have the desk I'm sitting in. I have full of printer ink that you, it goes in the printer that doesn't work that's sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. I have a printer that's sitting, another printer that's sitting next to me that doesn't work, but it might work sometime in the future. <laughs> so I'm holding on to it. <laughs> I might actually want to throw that thing away because that thing is uh, my very first printer that I ever bought in high school. Oh, wow. Um, but it's it's a piece of garbage. But let's go back on to Pokemon stuff. Um, speaking of a lot of these new Pokemon, like Deancey from the movie, and then some of these Mega Evolutions, let's move on to uh, uh, the uh, three new moves to Undiscovered in X and Y with more Hoopa and Volcanion action uh did i give that link to you yes okay cool so let's move on to that then um i can find it now myself okay three new moves have been discovered uh through hacking in x and y the first one is an event exclusive move um that is similar to the move celebrate and the second two apparently have something to do with zygarde okay so the three moves the first one is called hold hands it's a normal special move um it has a you know just a Inactive power, inactive accuracy, just because it's a um, uh, like a, a, stat st- move. a stat move, pretty much. Yeah, there you go. It's a power points 40. Uh, the user and ally hold hands. This makes them very happy. So I'm assuming it's something that boosts, you know, both Pokemon. If you're in like a double battle, both of their either attacks or both of their special attacks or something like that. Um, not knowing uh, anything. I don't know anything else about these moves other than what I'm reading here. That's interesting, no. though. Isn't um, helping hand? Helping hand only increases the one of the Pokemon it's helping. Oh, okay. So it's not both of them. All no, right. It's, it's like you're cheering on for that other Pokemon. Oh, okay. So this one's actually benefiting both people instead of just one person. Yes. Oh. Okay. The next move is um, Thousand Arrows. Uh, ground type, uh, physical move, uh, power of 90, accuracy of 100, power points 10. Uh, this move also hits opposing Pokemon that are in the air. Uh, those Pokemon are knocked down to the ground. Sounds awesome. I like that. It uh, basically sounds like an earthquake that you can use on flying types. Pretty much. I mean, with with a power of ninety, what is earthquake? A hundred or one twenty? Um, I want to say it's probably about a hundred because I think it has a hundred percent accuracy as well. Yeah. Uh, give me one second. I'll be able to confirm it. Okay. Uh, power a hundred, accuracy a hundred. Accuracy hundred. There you go. I mean, it's it's. And and it grounds flying type Pokemon, which is awesome. So then, if you do just happen to have Earthquake, bam, 
you know, without any problems. I like this move very much. Uh, with the next move as well, called Thousand Waves, also ground type, also a physical move, also power 90, accuracy 100, and power points 10. The user attacks uh, with a wave that crawls along the ground. Those uh, those hit can't flee from battle. I like that move. Oh, that's great for like... Uh, well, I know. Are they in... Uh, I think Latios and Latias, they're in uh, X and Y, aren't they? I don't know. I've, I've the only... Uh, extraneous pokemon that i've seen and i just so happened to walk up upon one when i was just uh training a um what, what's the butterfly pokemon that i did a couple episodes ago um a vivian v, uh, vivian i was training my uh you know pupitar thing the little whatever it's called yeah. to no it's not pupitar but you know what i mean <laughs> i was i, I, was, I was training it up to become a vivian and i ended up uh, walking into a zapdos didn't, that's what it is yeah in this version it's the legendary pokemon the legendary birds that appear i didn't even know that they were in the game like honestly yeah. I and it depends on whatever you chose as your starter they'll just randomly you know you'll get that i think the one that corresponds with it so oh, really? there's no grass type then technically that that, that kind of sucks because even even in uh uh what was it uh heart gold and soul silver you were able to get all three yeah uh, but yeah. i mean it's really not that big of a deal now. And then, well, first of all, now that Pokemon Bank is out and everything, true. But it's still something nice that's added. Yeah, that that is nice um, that you're able to go ahead and catch these what we can call now legacy Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these like old old Pokemon from from before that they still exist within the Pokemon world. It excites me definitely. Um, so yeah, that would be a that's definitely a good move for um any Pokemon trees to run away on you, and I'm pretty sure those legendary birds do it like they usually do yeah they do it like as soon as i went to go to attack the zapdos it immediately ran which bothered yeah. me like i couldn't even like throw a pokeball at it but uh these moves um i like the moves both ground types though um uh, it reminds me because it's called thousand arrows and obviously in japan this move is going to be called something else it reminds me of naruto if that makes any sense to you at all did you ever watch naruto Yes, I did. Th- yes, I did. What is it? The thousand thousand birds or something like that? The Chidori. Yes, yes. That, as soon as I read this just now, and I was like, "Oh, it reminds me of the Chidori," but interesting. Um, more information about uh, Hoopa and Volcanion, though. Um, it's been discovered through hacking that Hoopa's ability is called Magician, and its stats are, and I'm assuming, like any other. Let's let's go down to actually uh, uh, with an HP. It's HP, Attack, Defense, Special Attack, Special Defense, and Speed. So let's read these off. Uh, HP of 80, attack 110, special attack 60, uh, defense 150, special defense 130, and a speed of 70. Uh, Volcanion special ability is water absorb, and its stats are HP 80, attack 110, special attack 120, special defense. I'm sorry, defense. Oh, shoot, I read all, read all of those wrong. Attack defense, <laughs> special attack, special defense. Okay. Let's just read those again. <laughs> uh, HP 80, attack 110, defense 60. This is for uh, uh, Hoopa. Uh, special attack 150, special defense 130, and a speed of 70. For Volcanion, special ability of water, it's uh, uh, ability of water, water absorb. And his stats are HP 80, attack 110, spe- uh, defense 120, special attack 130, special defense 90, and a speed of 70. So... Pretty strong Pokemon across the board for both of them, I think. Um, a little slow 
in my opinion, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, water absorb. I just looked it up. Yeah, what does it do? Um, water absorb heals one quarter of the user's maximum HP when hit with water type attacks. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the user does not take damage from water type moves. If the user has half has full HP, a message appears saying Pokemon's name water absorb may made name of something useless. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, Volcanians in this case. Is that his name? Volcanians. Yeah. Volcanians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Volcanians water absorb made water gun useless. There we go. Oh, that's nice. So it doesn't. It does. So it does. It can't actually be physically hurt. It only can gain. Yeah, and and that's a, that's a good thing about it as well. That's a good thing about that move. Um, but I I want to see because obviously Volcanion is water and fire type. Yeah, so it's immune to water type moves. We got that. But what about its fire type side? You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Interesting though. So uh, let's see what can we move on to now. Do do do. Okay, so we did. Deancy and the Cocoon of Destruction. We can just. You want to talk about this already? Oh yeah, Google Maps. Oh, before we actually get to anything new, though, um, let me just go ahead and do a, like a quick little sponsor thing. Now, if anybody is actually, if if you guys enjoy this show, just know that I don't do this show for free. It's all absolutely, you know, funded for and paid for right out of my pocket. But I do get help from you guys, and I really do enjoy it. Um, mostly, what I get help from is your shopping on Amazon. Uh, if you use any of the Amazon links that are on PokedexRadio.com, such as uh, pokedexradio.com slash store which will take you to a store that i built myself within amazon so you can go and find pokemon specific things um you'll find the games you'll find uh, uh plushies you'll find game guides you'll find the nintendo ds the dsi the ds uh, Lite. what's the new one the 3ds you'll find everything there including all the new consoles and other nintendo games as well if you don't like what you see there though you could always go ahead and go to pokedexradio.com slash amazon It'll take you to the front page of Amazon, and when you do, bookmark the link that you go to, pokedexradio.com slash Amazon, because there, it'll go straight to um, straight to our uh, Amazon, uh, straight to the Amazon front page, and from there, you'll be able to actually purchase anything on Amazon that you want, and it'll help support the podcast, support the website, support everything I do here at Pokedex Radio. I'd really appreciate, appreciate if you did that, trainers, because it definitely helps me a lot every month with the hosting bills, the media hosting, the website hosting, and also putting a little bit of money back into the equipment that I purchased. Because, like I said, stuff isn't cheap. So if you do want to support the show, um, go ahead. Pokedexradio.com slash Amazon is definitely the one to bookmark. If not, there's the store and the website. As well, you can donate as well. Pokedexradio.com slash donate if you feel free, if you feel compelled to. So thank you so much, trainers, for all of your support and for helping support the show. All right, let's get on to uh, where? Where are we? Google, the Google Maps thing. I think I brought it up. I did not. Um, HuffPo. Let's go. Okay, so it was. I, I didn't get it. It was supposed to be an April Fool's prank, but it wasn't. I didn't understand at all what was going on with this April Fool's thing, and with the Google Maps. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was definitely like one of those. Like, oh, it's funny, but at the same time, can you really give us this? I, I felt like it was, I, I felt like it was more of an Easter egg than anything. And if anybody didn't understand what it was, and I know if a few people didn't, when I was like posting about it on Facebook during the whole during the whole thing, Google Maps was pretty much taken over by Pokemon as it. And Huffington Post is calling it an April Fool's prank. 
I'm calling it more of an Easter egg. As long as you had the newest version of uh, Google Maps and you just have to simply go ahead and update it through either the Play Store or the um, uh, the Apple Store, the uh, the App Store, whatever it was. And you were able to go into Google Maps and what is it? Hit, you have to hit the button that says press start. Yeah. And it brings up, brings you to the Galapagos Islands, which I thought was extremely amazing. Galapagos Islands is known for the whole Charles Darwin evolution idea. That's where he went. That's where he came up with the idea of evolution. With Pokemon, we have evolution as well. So having Google Maps immediately take you to, uh, the Galapagos Islands was just uh, a, a great, a, a very appropriate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so you were able to find these Pokemon just searching around the map, and it would just be the sprite of the Pokemon on the map. You click on it, and then you hit capture, and that was it. You get all 150. Did you get all 150? Yeah, I did on my tablet. What happened? It told me congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Basically, it, it just like you know the game when you get all the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it, it it pulled a Pokemon. So I guess nothing happens. Congratulations, you found all 150 Pokemon around the world map, uh, which was which was nice. I mean, I even found uh, Agron. Uh, Agron. Uh, was it Agron? Yeah, it was Agron that you mentioned. Yeah, I found Agron in my backyard, which was kind of cool. I want to say it was Agron. Yes, I found it. Yeah, in, it I found it in my. I found it in my pretty much my backyard, my neighborhood. That was awesome. I zoomed in on my house and I was like, ah, it's in the backyard. Um, the video. I'm gonna go ahead and play the video for this. Um, yeah, let me see if I can grab just the uh, the URL for it so we can listen to it together. Let me lower the volume here for this. Um, I'm gonna so have can, the URL for it. I think I accidentally. I, I got it. I got it. it. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to this together. Um, obviously, you and me will be muted for it. But here we go. At Google, we seek to hire the most exceptional people. Today, we're announcing a new job role and challenge. Pokemon Master. Pokemon Masters are the world's greatest digital explorers, and their passion for exploring will take our maps to the next dimension. It's always been important to us to have the most qualified employees at Google. Now, using the technology created by the Google Maps team, we've prepared the most rigorous test known to man to find the world's best Pokemon Master. Applicants must explore all types of terrain with Google Maps on their iPhone or Android to find each and every one of the wild Pokemon. applicants who collect every single Pokemon will be invited to the Googleplex to participate in the final round of hiring. The winner will start at Google on September 1st, 2014. <laughs> We're eagerly awaiting your participation. 
After updating, open the app, tap search and press start to begin locating the many Pokemon hidden throughout the map. Side effects of the Pokemon Challenge may include extreme excitement and a sense of accomplishment. Do not operate the Pokemon Challenge in Google Maps while driving or operating heavy machinery. Our hiring committee must first battle to determine who can best judge the Pokemon Master. The battle date has yet to be set, so the role of Pokemon Master is not yet available. <laughs> Visit www.google.com jobs for a list of open roles. Now, I love this. I kept laughing through the thing. Like, it's going to be on the recording. I know you didn't hear me, but I just kept laughing. <laughs> now, I love it. Like, the... um this whole concept of it and i find it funny how you know the deadline obviously it's over now but i mean the deadline was april 2nd but i think they added like almost two weeks on top of that is it still at least no it's done now okay but i mean okay it would be two weeks right now (laughs) um no they added like at least a week on it i I know i'm sure of that because that's why i was able to get all 150 because i opened my maps and i found it in there and i'm like oh man this is still going right but I feel like they should have just kept it. Cause, and then just add Pokemon every so often, you know, more Pokemon onto the list, and it would have been amazing. That would have been really cool. I would have enjoyed that as well. I mean, okay, so the whole thing was you find the Pokemon on the map in your phone on Google Maps. The video was an awesome video, and they showed people literally going to those places and finding the Pokemon. You don't actually physically see them, but according to this thing, very much like a Pokedex, you were able to see it through the camera on your phone. Um, obviously, like, uh, a whole parody. Anyone, like, I feel like the best way to explain it is for is everyone who has their 3DS at this point, um, you get those cards, remember, when, with like first thing that came with the, with the 3DS? Right, yeah. The um, augmented reality cards? Mm-hmm. It's exactly how it was basically played out with the Pokemon. But with your phone. And, Exactly, with your phone camera instead of a 3DS. And I feel like they should do that. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a, don't get me wrong, I'm not that great with apps and technology with the cameras and all that. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's possible for them to do that. I mean, someone should be able to design an app that can, uh, that you run around, go to these random places. Because here. Ingress. Um, like, and I, I, exactly, told I was about to, to say that. Yes, I told this to you when I saw this. And I was like, what is this, like, Ingress? You actually have to physically go to places to find that? Ah. And that would be um, a great. And for, for those that don't know, there's a game on um, on the Google Play Store. And I think it's on iPhone as well. It is, yeah. On the App Store. Um, it's called Ingress. And basically it is. Um, there's these portals all over the world and all over the place. And you just go up to them physically. You walk up to them. And you, like, hack the portals, and you'll get experience, and you can take them over for your side. It's, like, two factors against each other. But they could do that with Pokemon, have it set up that these specific locations, a Pokemon will be there. You hold your camera towards it, you'll see the Pokemon, and then the video, and do just like they did in the video, where they, you know, pretended to throw a Pokeball by, like, you know, Tapping the doing screen. a throwing motion with their, uh, with their uh, phone, or that was the fishing thing. The is what fishing they did, thing actually. that 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 excited me when I saw that when he you know, he like tapped the phone and he like threw the reel and then yeah. he like tapped the phone again and like it reeled in the Gyarados like oh my god like that ha- that uh, that has to be it should be done and I mean that's one of those situations where um definitely when things like the Oculus Rift or now um PlayStation has their Project Morpheus coming out right they can do things like that 
like you will be immersed in this world literally, and have all this stuff around you. Literally augmented reality, and to put something like this on top of like with with like a Pokemon theme on it would be absolutely amazing. It would yeah. pretty much turn Pokemon into a real live thing. <sighs> they need to do. That. I want it. I, yeah, right. I, I want it. This needs to happen. Uh, this, this needs to be like a real thing. Too bad it was an April. So I mean. I didn't get it as an April Fool's joke, and obviously, still being April, it is April nineteenth right now. If you are listening live, um, or if you're in a different time zone, it might already be the twentieth. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the thing is, like with, with the April Fool's jokes and everything that was going on, this this wasn't a joke. This wasn't a fake thing at all. This was something real, and that they implemented it, which was very cool. Um, even people who weren't interested in Pokemon, I'm sure, participated in this type of thing. Right? Yeah. And again, it's one of those where, like, oh, we know you're joking. We know you're just kind of messing around, Google, but can you make this a real thing? Exactly. I mean, it, it, it was very cool. I'm excited to see that they did that. It's sad to see it go. Like, it would have been cool if they kept it on and just added Pokemon, like, every every month, every two months. Yeah, and sure, it was all over Reddit and everything on where to find the Pokemon, and uh, there was you know websites and blogs and stuff like that about where to find each and every Pokemon. Um, I was able to, I I've obviously went on Reddit and like found a list of where everything was. Yeah, there was list. I mean, I don't know where you where you went to find your Pokemon, but obviously there was a headquarters and it was like a, a Pokemon lab um, on the Galapagos Islands where it originally took you. There was a Pokemon lab at the Google headquarters. There was a Pokemon lab at CERN in Switzerland, which I thought was awesome. There was a Pokemon lab in uh, Japan as well. I don't remember exactly where, but I have to assume, and this is only my assumption because I don't know, um, it had to have been somewhere near where... Um, Game Freak is? Game Freak is, yeah. Or Nintendo. I would have to say Game Freak because it is a, uh, I think it's a registered, I think everything is registered to Game Freak and to not Game Nintendo. Freak itself. Yeah. yeah. And Nintendo just, a, Nintendo just, you know, publishes, publishes everything. Yeah. So very cool. Very interesting. I like that. They need to continue that and they need to build on it. They have to build on it. Like I want to see like, and, and I want them to do it because yeah, Pokemon and Nintendo has been licensing out their 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 Nintendo has been licensing out their titles for other things like the Legend of Zelda uh and the Pokemon Monopoly thing that we talked about 2 weeks ago or 3 weeks ago however long ago it was now. Yeah. Um now they're doing like McDonald's and Burger King stuff again, which is awesome. Uh and they're doing more things like uh, I think that I read somewhere that there were like Esper t-shirts being like put out like a uh, find, <laughs> like find Esper or something like that. I, I can't remember. It was in my Feedly thing. See, so I can find it and send it to you. Uh, it's called Esper. Oops, oops, my uh, my mouse. Sorry. It's called Esper Wanted. Um, it's like merchandise. Um, because of Esper, how it looks so you know. Yeah. Here, let me uh, pull up Hangouts. I'm gonna send it to you on the side there. That's the link. Uh, that's to the Bulb- Bulbapedia one um, thing about it. And it was just like little merchandise, little Esper plushies, um, Meowstick plushies, uh-huh. little keychains. Um, what is that? Folders. Uh, I a teaser think image so? of a soup mug, uh, the, the, uh, an Esper soup mug, a little tea set, an iPhone 5 case. Like, I don't know if this is, I, I don't think this was legitimate. Was this legitimate? Uh, um, uh, there's prices on here. Yeah, that, that is legit. Um, I'm not sure if that's, you know, licensed by Nintendo. 
but uh, features the restrained Pokemon Esper, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's released at Pokemon Centers. Like, they're actually making more things to do with Pokemon, more extraneous merchandise, like soup bowls, you know, like, what's up with that? Uh, plushies, um, tote bags, uh, iPhone 5 cases. Like, if there, if there was an Esper I, uh, Galaxy S4 case, I would hop <laughs> over that thing. Um, you know, like little things like that will definitely boost the market for, um, not only Pokemon, but Nintendo related things. Yeah, um, definitely. It'll, 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 it would just help them in the long run, yeah, no matter but, what. Yeah. And, and, and the reason we're talking about this is because Nintendo sales are terrible. If you want to put it that way, <laughs> compared to, uh, Sony and, uh, Microsoft right now, what is it? Sony's Sony's up to 7 million sold um ps4 ps4s at this point and um X- i don't know xbox ones xbox but i know ones xbox ones are definitely more than we use though oh way more than we use xbox one and i think i don't think it was too far behind um uh the playstation 4 you know if you know let's say if the um playstation 4 is at 7 million let's say the the xbox one is at 5 million you know the nintendo wii u is at like 5000 you know like it's absolutely terrible and just horrible sales for nintendo i know they started doing a little bit better this year um uh but they're they're definitely going to do better with the sales of super smash brothers but in no way shape or form are they going to do better with uh, they're going to do that much better it i and i feel bad for nintendo because i don't want to call myself a nintendo fanboy by any means because i do own all the other systems as well except yeah. all of the newest generation wii u ps4 and xbox one but i, I have much, my ps4 you have the ps4 yeah uh, yeah just that's the thing like Nintendo, even though they do a lot of innovative things and I enjoy it, uh, the Nintendo Wii was an awesome concept and people want those things. The thing is those people that still want them don't jump on it. Like, like some of us do. <laughs> like I didn't jump on the P- the, uh, the Wii U at all. Yeah. And, um, obviously the Wii U, we, everyone knows at the moment, um, brawl come or not brawl. The new Super Smash Brothers comes out. Yeah. That's going to be a huge boost for the Wii U. But like I said, um, it, it, I don't think it's going to be that much. That's my opinion. I don't know. I know. I feel like definitely, Um, first of all, also Mario Part, not Mario, well, Mario Party as well. Yeah. And Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Those are three upcoming games that I feel are going to, not, not, you know, it's not going to blow anything out of the water, mm-hmm. but it is going to improve the Wii U a lot in sales wise. True. And I think once they have more people with we use they'll hopefully be able to actually um they'll actually be able to what's the word um market it not not necessarily market it better but they'll maybe actually be able to develop better games um actually work with that uh the wii u gamepad better because i feel like that's obviously a huge thing but right it's innovation. I mean, it's a hit or miss. At least they're trying is the positive thing. They're not just, you know... And that's the thing. Nin- the Nintendo does what we want them to... I mean, not everything we want them to do. I mean, there's no live-action Pokemon movie. Uh, I mean, that's, game free. that's all Game Freak. But still, like, there's... Nintendo does a lot of what, are the, what, what the people listen and what they feel that they... Like, they, they, they're very innovative. And then the competition comes around and does it and expands on it because Nintendo decides to try to be first with everything. You know, they were the first ones with the Nintendo Wii. Then look at the Kinect and look at the uh, the PlayStation 4 Wii controller things. 
and yeah, those weren't big sellers for at least not for PlayStation. I don't think that I don't no. think that thing was very very much. It was the PlayStation Move. And yeah, yeah, they didn't play, really. play, yeah. It was a blatant ripoff of the Nintendo Wii's control system, and uh, the Kinect was just completely built upon. You know, the Kinect you didn't need a controller for it. Your body was the controller, and yeah. in, in many ways, I, I I hate to say this, but Nintendo is 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 the last. One that I mean, they're pretty much the the Philips CD system now. Like that's all they are, and that I hate to say that. Do you remember? Do you remember that thing? The Philips CD. Yeah, it was supposed to be um like it was the first uh, game system that actually used CDs before the PlayStation. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like they are Sega Dreamcast. Like that's it. Like yeah, we ha- that has those diehard fans, but in in no way are they going to be able to continue. Well, the Dreamcast I don't know. was the last one, right? Um, I, I don't, I don't completely agree with that. And mostly because of the fact that, um, the 3DS is amazing. I mean, Nintendo, as you know, Nintendo dominates handheld. Yeah. Nintendo dominates on handheld, but as far as in-home systems yeah, and, and the thing is handhelds aren't going to hold up. I mean, I want them to, I loved handheld. I can't play anything but handheld. I have to be able to move around when I'm doing something. Like even when I'm talking on the phone, I, I do circle eights in my kitchen, like uh, figure eights in my kitchen. Like I can't just sit down and do something. No, I feel um with the with the handheld at least, and maybe with this generation with the Wii U, um, I feel like the 3DS is um is basically there. If the Wii U just completely flops, the 3DS is going to be able to keep them above water, keep them from drowning. And with that 3DS, they'll build off and maybe whatever a next console, home console they make, they'll actually be able to succeed with that one because of the 3DS. Because all that money that they're making off of that. Maybe the Wii U's not doing great at the moment, but the 3DS is doing amazing. I mean, we look at uh, when Pokemon X and Y came out, that was a huge boost on the 3DS. True. Um, then when, uh, again, Super Smash Bros. comes out, that's coming out first on the 3ds. Yeah, that, ah, yeah, that make, does make a lot more sense. Um, uh, but but at the same time, okay, can their handheld sales hold them afloat? Because I I want them to, obviously. I don't think they can though. And I think through this generation, it they it may it might mm-hmm. at least long enough for them to either uh, reevaluate the Wii U to make it better. Or to at least have some other console come out in that time. Because the thing is, for me, Nintendo has to do something. Or else they're going to last maybe another generation, maybe two if they're lucky. That's how I feel. And I hate saying that because I love Nintendo. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast about a video game that's specifically on... It's like only for Nintendo. Remember those little logos on the side? I don't know. It frustrates me a little bit. Because Nintendo Uh can do it. And they're doing innovative things. And, like, I love the things that they do, but it's the consumers. That it's only like, oh, let's go play Call of Duty. You know, oh, let's go play, you know, all these other games. And, and not. Remind me, uh, after, well, for next week, yeah. I have something, uh, three videos you need to watch that we can actually, uh, for next week's show that we can work off of. Okay. Because that, uh, I, I kind of, I was actually thinking about this um, a few days ago. And we should actually transition. Okay. <laughs> into our next topic, Super Smash Brothers. Okay, while we're while we're talking about new and awesome innovative things, Super Smash Brothers 
Oh, yeah. Two new Pokemon are playable in Super Smash Brothers. We've already well, played technically, as, well, technically one and a third. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've already played as Charizard. Okay, yeah, we were able to play as Trainer Red, right? Or at least the 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 trainer from the video games. Yeah. Okay, we were able to play as him with Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charizard, being able to switch between the three. Now for the new Super Smash Brothers video game for the 3DS and Nintendo Wii U, we are able to play Charizard as has his own or its own standalone character which is awesome in and of itself. It can mega evolve into mega Charizard X, which is awesome in and of itself. Yeah. Another Pokemon that you're able to play as, and I would play the trailer, uh, but it's just music. Yeah, it there's, really there's is. And it, else, so. well, it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Anyways, I'll put in the video. Greninja is a new, is now going to be a playable Pokemon in uh, super smash brothers, which is absolutely amazing like i love the way it looked in the video the little you know naruto style hand symbols then it brought out like a water thing yeah absolutely amazing the only thing i don't understand the only thing i don't get and it didn't at all mention this in the video that we watched but they mentioned it in other uh i, I think in the huffington post that no no huffington post because i have it open i just said huffington post but, <laughs> um uh, what's the, what's the video you sent me the other day? Um, um oh, it was uh, Rooster, Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. The, the, the no, the no. Yeah, um, they mentioned it there. They mentioned it in, in another article that I read somewhere. An IGN article I read about it. You too. Okay, that Greninja is supposed to mega evolve in Super Smash Brothers. Now, I think that it's. I think it's just been the way it's always been worded. It's been worded incorrectly because I, I obviously I think they're saying like for the final Smash. Um, the other Pokemon that are in the game are going to ha- have their Mega Evolutions. Obviously, Charizard has Charizard X, which they show in the trailer. Right. Uh, Lucario is going to have um, Mega Lucario, as they show in the trailer as well. Right. But um, I think for Greninja, it's it's not going to have one. But I just think that because of how it's been presented, you know, everything, yeah. there's been a confusion that there will be one for uh, Greninja as well. Although, I wouldn't be mad if I was wrong. Oh yeah, me neither. Definitely not. Like if if I'm mistaken, uh, that's fine with me. You know, like we could always, you know, retract our statements later on. <laughs> you know, like we can always just correct ourselves in a future episode. Like I I would not be upset if there really was a Greninja Mega Evolution for its like final smash, which I don't think it is a final smash. I think it's one of those like you know, down B transforming moves like they did with Zelda and Sheik. Uh well, it it I'm I'm one hundred percent sure it's not because it looks like for this um okay I shouldn't say one hundred percent I'm pretty sure it's not because it looks like they don't want transformations anymore from for the for this new one right um, Zelda she, and she, obviously Zelda yeah. are separate characters now and Zero Suit um, Samus and Samus are also separate as well yeah so I don't think they would want to do that for the Pokemon um and at the very end of the video you notice how um Greninja is having that moment where it's uh. I think it's like Mario's floating in the air and Greninja's just like attacking back and forth. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably um, his final, final smash. smash. Very similar to like a, a Link final smash. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Link's final smash. That yeah. Was, uh, Triforce move. I forgot what it's called. I, I don't even remember. But yeah, that's that's what I understood by its by its final smash. You know, you know, kicking the character, kicking its, uh, your opponent up into the air and then, you know, attacking it from six different sides. You know, all pretty much like simultaneously, extremely fast. That's what I got as its final smash, not any sort of mega evolution or anything like that. 
I'm definitely excited for Greninja as a character, though, because it looks it it looks better than what I would have imagined. Like it looks like it's a fast, you know, just just goes in, goes out quickly. It, like it looks very um. It actually reminds me of Sheik. Like it, it looks like it has kind of that same play style where it's very quick. Um, yeah, moves in, moves out. It's not usually someone that you're going to be in there like a lot of the time. Like if you have a heavy hitter like Donkey Kong or something like that, very you're just going to sit in there. You're just going to you know be punching back and forth. But uh, with Greninja, it definitely looks like just go in, go out, do what you need to do, and just run. And my my take on this is, yeah, exactly the way you just mentioned it and the way they've done characters also in the past. Ganondorf and uh, Captain Falcon are practically the exact same character, except Ganondorf is a lot faster and not as strong. Ganondorf is much slower and extremely strong. They are Captain am- Falcon is the fast and not as strong. What did I, what did I Ganondorf say? Ganondorf choice. Oh, oh, my bad. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I meant. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, they are essentially the exact same character, just with different names of the moves and different, you know, effects that come around it. When Ganondorf does his little kicking thing, you know, it's purple. And when uh, Captain Falcon does his, it's fire. You know, it kind of looks like a falcon when you do the punch. Ganondorf yeah. has his own punch. Exact. It's a, it's a copy of the character. And I don't, I'm hoping they don't do the same thing for Greninja and Sheik. Because obviously Sheik is a very ninja-like character. The way very she, agile character. Yes, very very agile. She's able to jump and move around very quickly and everything. I'm hoping it's not like that. Um, what other characters do they do something similar to that for? Mario um, and Luigi. Mario and Luigi, technically. Although now it looks like they're being a little more individual. Yeah. Now that Luigi has had like Luigi's mansions, he's using the um, I don't remember the exact name, but the vacuum that he has yeah, for yeah. Luigi's mansions. Right. Um, there was also Lucario and Mewtwo, very similar as well. Yeah, right? but they weren't in the same game, actually. Yeah. Um, L- I can't Mewtwo, think. Oh, Mewtwo Link. wasn't in that. Mewtwo no. wasn't in. In Brawl, it was Lucario replaced Mewtwo. For real? Yeah. Okay. Well, so as much I pay attention. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Link uh, and y- Young Link. Yeah, or Toon Link in the most recent ones. Toon Link. T- yeah, they basically used the Wind Waker Link. He was Which in. Actually, he was in Brawl. Yeah, I thought that was too. Oh man! Again, shows him. Oh yeah, you're right. That is right. Yeah, which actually makes sense because I mean, for melee, um, young Link and adult Link, adult Link made sense since it was basically that ocarina of time True. time frame. Yeah. And then with the newer ones, Wind Waker's around, so they can just use the Toon Link one instead. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Especially now that Wii U came out. Yeah. Uh, the Wii U version came out. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So I'm. I don't know, what are they going to do for Link? Do you, do you know for this time? Is it Toon Link still, or is it a Young Link? I think it's Toon Link still because of the fact of um the uh, Wii U remake of Wind Waker. Or but, but at the same oh yeah true. Um, I don't know. I don't even think they've announced a uh, Toon Link actually. Now that I think about it, yeah, because I, I don't remember what I saw because they they definitely didn't show any links in that trailer at all. At least not that I saw yeah. of. Um, I'm I'm hoping since they yeah they did the remake of Wind Waker, but they also did the remake of Ocarina of Time. Uh, for the 3DS, what, like, yeah. last year? So it might be, you think, like, Young Link again? I'm hoping for Young Link. I, I like Young Link. Then again, I like Toon Link, too, so I'm I'm not too, you know, discriminatory when it comes to that. As long as it's a Link, I'm happy. You know, I, I love yeah. Legend of Zelda. Um, but yeah, so I'm uh, going, going back to the whole Greninja thing, I'm hoping they just don't, you know, 
cut and paste chic onto onto uh, a Greninja costume, pretty much uh, onto Greninja character. Um, I wouldn't be that troubled by it as long as it, he has his um, as long as he has some unique moves to him. Because I know there's going to be an overlap, no matter what. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Like I, two of my favorites are Marf and Roy. Well, for melee, right, then yeah. it became Marf and Ike in Brawl. Yeah, and both of them were very alike. But at least in Brawl, they um, in Brawl, it, they actually did have a bigger difference to them. Because Ike was a really heavy hitter compared to to Marth. That is true. Um, and to the point that like I I couldn't play um Ike and Marth because of the fact, or I couldn't play Ike in Brawl because he was he technically had the same move set, but it was so comp- different to Ro- to uh, Marth that it was so much slower and he hit much harder and the way you moved with him wasn't the same. So I mean I'd be okay if they did something like that where they're alike, but at the same time they're still very different. That's true. Yeah, because they did the same thing with Pikachu and Pichu, where Pichu was very, very light, very fast. Um, yeah, he damaged himself, which was oh, it, yeah. ma- it made sense with the with the the way the like the whole flavor text and everything. P- Pichu is inexperienced with the, with its electricity, and it's not able to oops, and it's not able to um, you know use its electricity properly because it's still just a baby and all that stuff. It made sense. And it made yeah. sense when you when you used its electricity, it hurt itself. With Pikachu, it was a little bit slower, still extremely fast, a little bit slower and a little bit more experienced and had a little bit better of a moveset, even though they were practically the same. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'd be okay as long as they did something like that. Um, something else that I'm really excited for in the new Super Smash Brothers, um, and I'm not sure if you read about this, but that there's going to be Master Balls now. Like, yes, you, Master Balls with legendary Pokemon inside of them. Yes, right. Yes, that's exciting. I, I would, I would like to see this in the video, which I, again I'm going to go ahead and put up in the show notes. Um, you see Keldo coming out, and for a second when I saw it, because it was like I, I thought it would have been a playable character by just the way it was, you know, reacting on that video for that half a second. Uh, but there's going to be Keldo. I, I don't know what other Pokemon they're going to be. I know definitely uh, Dialga Palkia. Uh, I'm Arceus sure, looks like in Arceus as well. Um, I'm sure uh, Eveltal and Xerneas are going to be in there as well. Not too sure about Zygarde. Not too sure about... Because uh, there were, obviously, legendary Pokemon in the past in the games. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, obviously, since you're just getting the normal Pokeball, mm-hmm. um, just, it wasn't that high of a chance. Right. So maybe Now, my question is... Yeah. Because I know um, when you're doing, obviously, um, a custom match, you can set whatever items you want. Now, is the Master Ball just going to be random when you do Pokeballs, or is it going to be its own separate item? It better be its own separate item. Like, I, I want it to be its own separate item. I, I don't want to have, you know, that chance. Maybe I'll get a Master Ball this time in this, you know, random assortment of 100 Pokeballs. It better be its own separate item. Like, that would... It, it better be. <laughs> like, I don't know what else yeah, to say. It, it would definitely be <laughs> exciting for yeah. you to basically go into a fight and just choose only Master Balls. So basically, you're just fighting here, and you're just throwing legendaries at each other. Yeah, I would love that. That would that would be very very awesome, very cool to see something like that. Because I, I, I don't want to sit there and throw six, you know, goldines. <laughs> you know, because that was an, that was a little annoying. No, I know I know what you mean. I know completely what you mean. So I hope that they do make it its own separate item from everything else. It, it, that that would be very cool. 
Um, all right, let's let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. So we we talked about Greninja, and I'm I'm hoping that Greninja has. Never mind. We already talked about this. Um, so no mega evolution for Greninja. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if there wasn't, but there wasn't one in Pokemon X and Y. So why would they put one in Super Smash Brothers? Why would they reveal it that way? Yeah, is my thing. If they do reveal it, they would have to reveal it like either in a movie or in the anime first. More than likely in a movie first. Um. Now I just thought of this. You remember how uh, we we talked about this on the last episode? The um. The Pokemon Mega Strongest There Ever Was movie? Yeah. The I, mega, yeah. I, I said it completely wrong. Whatever. It's but called, yeah. remember how it mentioned um, the very last person that the main character was going to be um, battling is one of the type. Elite Four, the water type guy. Mm, I was thinking uh, Mega Blastoise. That's what I'm thinking too. Because the kid does have a Charizard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. But if they did do it, why would it would it make sense? Yeah, there. And then it would be technically revealed, at least in Japan, first Mega Greninja, then Super Smash Brothers comes out because it's Super Smash Brothers is what it's supposed to be in the summer, and this Mega Evolution part, uh, strongest Mega Evolution part one, is sometime either this month or next month. Yeah, that would make sense. So I guess there is still a chance that Greninja might have a Mega. I still doubt it, but I'm open-minded. Definitely, yeah. I'm, so, so am I. Like I, I would like to see that. I would like to see it happen. Um, I'm a little skeptical that it would that it would happen. At least not anytime soon. Maybe next generation. But yeah. then again, if if they continue with the whole Mega Evolution thing, which which they're going to have to, they implemented it. They can't just turn around and say no. We're not going to do Mega Evolutions anymore. They put it in the anime. They have to continue doing it. I'm feeling, and like I've been saying, there has to be a Mega Evolution for every single Pokemon eventually. Absolutely has to be. And instead of being individual stones, there would have to be a generic Mega Mega Evolution stone. See, I don't think... Well, because of the fact that... How many Pokemon are we up to now? 723 or something like that, isn't it? Uh, seven, Yeah, 721, I think. Okay. One of the two, yeah, yeah. Now, with... If we're saying that every Pokemon is going to have a Mega Evolution, you're... Well, we can't count to all the smaller versions. Um, You're at least adding... Out of 720... 720, let's say. You're at least adding another, what? Four... 500 Pokemon... That's another four and five hundred, uh, not even individual Pokemon, just redesigns of old Pokemon that they'd have to use, right. that they'd have to do. So I don't think they'll do it for everyone. I mean, every starter eventually is going to happen, that I'm assuming. Of course. Every starter, every... And again, it's going to be a popularity contest. The Pokemon then, that everyone loves. Exactly. That's what I, wants to get them. It's the exact thing I had in my head just now, and I believe I even mentioned that in the last, uh, the last couple of times when we talked about it. It's all a popularity contest. Just the most used Pokemon uh, in, you know, in uh, online game and, you know, when you're battling online that they see that in, in the world championships, things like that. Yeah, it's it's only the ones that are mo- really most used. And I'm even surprised that they made Mewtwo have a mega evolution. I wouldn't expect at all a legendary Pokemon to be made 
even then more uh, uh, even then you know just that much stronger because the idea of mega evolution for me what I, when i was first learning about it was mega evolution is to turn a normal or at least somewhat normal pokemon into uh to give it a legendary status yeah that's what i understood i feel like it's not as much that anymore it's just basically like a boost it's not necessarily making it legendary just you Making have, it a little better for a little while. So you have that bond with your Pokemon because of the whole friendship thing in, in the new games. Um, yeah. Makes sense. But then there's also IV breeding. There's also EV training. You know, Mega Evolution is just one Pokemon in your party. Yeah, that's true. But um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I there's still plenty of time between now and... Uh... Generation 7? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I still feel that eventually they're they're gonna have to do it that way. If they don't, like they have to they have to make it make sense. It can't just be like, okay, we're gonna make thirty more mega mega evolutions in generation seven. Like no, it's not gonna. It can't be that way. It it has to make sense, and it, and it doesn't right now, at all. Yeah. Why why Gyarados and Tyranitar instead of you know Salamence and. Altaria. Metagross. Metagross, there you oh, go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, Metagross, perfect. You know, why not those two? You know, why why not dra- uh, Dragonite? Dragoniteite. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like seriously. I think that's why Dragonite didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, but like in, in all seriousness, why you know, why Blaziken and not Typhlosion? I mean, I'm sure like you said all Starters are eventually going to get their own because I know Blaziken has its own. All the Kanto starters have their own. What about the rest of the starters? I have a feeling, and I don't want to be that uh, ho and confirm person. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's what I was <laughs> but thinking too. I, I'm pretty sure that, and probably in the code for the game, um, Swampert and Sceptile, they, they, they probably would've... have Megas. They would have found that by now. That is true. That is true. Or, but at least maybe they're planned just because of the fact that uh, Blaziken has one. That's really random for Blaziken to have one. Gen 3 confirmed. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Hoenn confirmed. But uh, I, that, that was my thing. And that's, that's, I don't know. I really don't know. It it has to eventually make sense. Why these Pokemon and not these other Pokemon? And I don't know if you remember that whole thing of, you know, oh, it's because of these, you know, mythical gods. And this one's like this one. That one is like, you know, Blaziken is like this mythical god. And, and, and you know, Charizard and Mewtwo are like these. I don't know if you remember reading about any of that back then. Like last Some year. Some of it, no, but time. not all of it. I had skimmed over an article once and I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all to me. You know, like how would these, you know, mythical beings or gods or whatever you want to call them be compared to, it was like all Greek mythology, very similar to Kalos. Kalos is a Greek word for, uh, for beauty. I believe it was, Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I'm starting to get a headache even just thinking about it. It's way too complicated. It, it has to has to make sense. They have to put the pieces together of why certain Pokemon have Mega Evolutions, or, or else just make everything have a Mega make make every you know final stage have a Mega Evolution. 
you know, or, or do, or do the, the silly thing that they've been doing more recently, just adding a third, adding a third evolution to the chain. You know, there has to be, if not, okay, if Gyarados is the end, so mega Gyar- mega Gyarados and that's it. So there's not going to be like an evolution of Gyarados, you know, there's only Magikarp Gyarados and that's it, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, it's definitely exciting either way. All right, so let's let's move let's move on to the next one. Um, I think the last thing we have to talk about is the black and white soundtrack, and then we're, we should be done for today's episode. Oh, we have the uh, art book as well. The art, okay, the art book. So we'll, we'll let's go to the art book, and then we'll play some music for the from the soundtrack. So the uh, why is my computer acting funny? So the my computer is oh my god, I almost exit out of our hangout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. If I can pull it up, uh, the Ken Sugimori art book. Ken Sugimori, anybody who doesn't know, is the guy who pretty much draws the Pokemon. Um, there's a book uh, called The Works of Ken Sugimori, a 25-year portfolio from Quinty to Jerry Boy and Pokemon. This book, just the, looking at the cover of the book, you know that is his artwork. I mean, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That is him. That is what he drew that is what he created not created completely but this would be very interesting to look at those of you who like art those of you who like the works of kenzugi mori these are the games that uh, i mean the artwork from the games from game freak that he's done over the past 25 years absolutely amazing obviously i'm only interested in for the pokemon stuff because i have no idea what jerry boy is or the- smart ball in japanese i guess is what it's called no that's something else i think Oh, never mind then. Because there's that little ball-looking thing, and then there's the little fat guy down here, which looks like the fat guy from uh, uh, the new games. Um, What's his name? Hiker? The the guy who dances in uh, X and Y. Which just like him to me. The guy with the little... You see... uh, Do you have the article pulled up? Uh, Give me a second. I just had it, and I lost it. What did I do with the article? Here. I literally just had it in front of me. Here, let me send it to you. Give me one second. Uh, hangouts. That's the image I just want you to look at there. It's on the side of Hangouts. Um, oh, oh, I know. Um, the fat kid. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember his Tierno. name, but I... Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. It, it looks just like him to me, so it would definitely make a lot of sense. Obviously, I think that kid just has a hat on, and this one doesn't. Um, to me, it looks like, you know, between Tierno and a cue ball from Pokemon. And obviously you see Professor Oak, the old school style, you know, Professor Oak looking thing, uh, character, uh, with a, an actual book in his hand other than a Pokedex, but very, very interesting, very artistic. I would love to actually get my hands on this, on, on this book just to see you know, the artwork that this, that this man has done for the past 25 years, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it definitely, it's, it's all, all artworks beautiful to me. Just, Mm -hmm. I I like seeing how it's evolved from the earlier days to how it is now. Um, definitely like seeing that picture though. It reminds me of it. And I saw this earlier today on, on a thread somewhere. It was, uh, showing a picture of the, original book that came it didn't come with with a uh, red or blue but it was just um just kind of like a companion book that had pikachu on the cover and it was like the story of the trainer as you um 
And, and it was just, you know, from the perspective of the trainer, supposedly. And it was just a very simplified version of the story. And all it really said was like, oh, you went here, or the trainer trainer goes here. And it just, it, it was one of those things. And the art style on that book, and the reason I bring it up, sorry, make it sound kind of random, is the art style, the pictures that the book did have, were exactly like that. What, it, it was always uh, drawn by Ken Sugimori then. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. what I'm saying. I've never so, heard that because obviously, you know, the, the little guidebooks that come inside the games, they don't do it anymore for the X and Y games. They just kind of do a digital copy of it in, into the 3DS, which I think is kind of silly. Well, I mean, it's, it's nice to see it that way, you know, so you have, you know, you know what you're looking at. But I, I preferred like, do you remember buying red and blue? Did you ever buy them brand new? I think so, if I remember correctly. Okay, when you I opened up when you opened up the box and you pulled out like the garbage that's inside, the little those little pamphlets and everything, and uh-huh. the one said Pokemon Trainer Guidebook on it or something like that. And it was like it, it was obviously just paper, like they always ever were, but it had that like what it looked like was supposed to be like a um like a like a journal type, you know, texture onto it, even though it was just paper, but it looked like that. So it was it was very like rustic, kind of like this is your little guidebook. You can take notes in it or whatever you need on your journey through Pokemon. Yeah. And I just thought that was amazing. Just, and this, that, and inside the book obviously had the artwork of, uh, the trainer read from the video games. And then you see the, the artwork of professor Oak and then, um, some of the, some of the, uh, gym leaders as well. And some of the characters you might bump into and some of the gym badges, every time I even see his artwork just brings me back to the time I was eight, nine years old, opening up my very first Pokemon, uh, a little game like that. And even, I know exactly the, what you mean. Even the Pokemon cards as well. Cause he was the uh, artist for a lot of the cards too, or if not all of them, I'm not sure. Either way. Uh, I believe it. Cause, uh, they definitely remind me of all those cards that, that mm-hmm. shiny holographic Gyarados. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Either way, this is uh, coming out in Japan. On May twenty seventh, and it'll it'll sell for uh, uh, one thousand nine hundred ninety eight yen. Uh, uh, the collection it's a collection of illustrations from uh, everything he's done with Game Freak, pretty much, um, and a thirty two page long interview as well. Um, how long is the book? It doesn't say how long the book is. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, the collection sadly will not include uh, a bulk of the Pokemon information and artwork, as this is an effort of the design team and not Ken Sugimori himself. Uh, it's a collection of illustrations, concept art, and a 32-page long interview featuring artist Ken Sugimori, and will be 360 pages in length and available in Japan only, unfortunately. Amazon is your best friend, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> if, it, if it even comes out on Amazon. But this is very cool, very interesting. I, I want to be able to to see all of the artwork that he did. Concept artwork is is... Is is what what interests me the most to see if there's Pokemon concept art in there. Yeah, like how originally how they were uh, designed, mm-hmm. how they ended up looking in the end. Yeah, like obviously, I think one of the very first Pokemon ever designed was Rhydon, or at least a Rhydon looking type Pokemon. Rhydon, yep. Yeah, I remember uh, reading that. Mm-hmm. Rhydon was the first designed Pokemon in the lore. Arceus is the first Pokemon. Cause yes. He is the creator, but then Mew is the original Pokemon. I never understood that part of the lore. Actually, we'll have to go over this another episode. It's going to be way too long. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're already a little over an hour, so um, no. But it, uh, that we, we're going to definitely need to have to to have that discussion on 
because I still have other stuff that I need to do for for the show. Like there's interviews, like the second half of that Ralph Shuckett interview, and and all yeah. this other stuff that I need to 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 put on. But let's talk about the Pokemon Black and White Super Music Collection uh, that came out a little while ago, uh, like two weeks ago. Um, like with every other thing, they, uh, with all, all the other games more recently, uh, they've had their super music collection released with pretty much every piece of music from the entire game. Also only nine 99 on iTunes. This one includes 173, um, individual soundtracks. And it's still insane that they're 99 cents a piece individually, or you can be the smart person and just buy it for 10 bucks. <laughs> I don't know who would buy it individually, but let me go ahead. Uh, all the music is turned up. Uh, let me go ahead and start playing some N- name one for me to play. Um, play. And because I really like this one, I heard it earlier. Um, it's the second to last one, final battle and remix final battle and remix. Okay. The preview is like a minute long. That was very good. Yeah, I it's definitely it. a, a high energy piece. Very, say very, definitely, yeah. I'm sitting there like, you know, bobbing my head to it over here. Uh, congratulations, Pokedex evaluation. These are just like little short ones. Battle Kyurem. Uh, the title screen, first. that was a good one too. I, oh yeah, yeah. Let, let me go Let me go up to the title screen. Let me play. Hang on, there's way too many. My screen just froze. <laughs> so let's play a little bit of the title screen one. Uh, do you remember how long the preview was? It's only a minute. I think it's only like 30. 30 seconds. All right, let me play it here. too yeah definitely um they they, they I, I feel bad because i feel like i've always just hit start on the title screen yeah i do the same <laughs> because i've 
Now, listening to that, I'm really impressed by it. Yeah, definitely. All of the Pokemon music has always been just absolutely phenomenal. Like, um, let me see. Like, uh, but, but the thing is with me, with, with the Pokemon music, and I've mentioned this before, like when we were listening to the uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver one, I like the soft stuff. I like, you know, yeah. the, the uh, uh, let's, let's see where you can find uh, the one I was listening to, uh, New Vama Town. Just very, you know, I'll just play it just under what we're doing. Just very, very, very relaxing. I just want to go to sleep when I listen to this. Then again, I'm weird like that. I don't know. Just no, very, very, it makes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, if, let's see if I can find, uh, hang on, I'm just going to move my microphone real fast. Uh, trying to make noise. Okay, um, let's see if I can find any of the other Pokemon themed things, because I, I just have to listen to the, uh, I just searched Pokemon. iTunes is extremely slow. Okay, here we go. Um, there's X and Y, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I have to listen to like the surfing one, you know, when you're, let's see, there's Hurry Along. Oh, no wonder there was a Hurry Along 2. Oh, there's a Hurry Along 2 in each one, looks like. Hurry yeah. Along 1 and 2. Uh, Pokemon Center. Um, I don't remember which one Surf was. There's the GTS one from these old games as well. Usain. Oh, I forgot Usain was in uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver as well. Here we go, Surf. absolutely relaxing and that's the way i've always been with pokemon it's something i can just go do get my mind off of things i don't have to think about anything and the music is relaxing except the bicycle music the original bicycle music i hated <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean awesome thing if uh, again it's only 9.99 in itunes or you could be dumb and paid 99 cents per track and end up spending close to 200 dollars, or just buy the whole thing for 10 The Pokemon of the episode today is, Renee, I don't remember. Vanillux. Vanillux. Pokemon number uh, 584. What is it? What is it called? The ice cream Pokemon? The, uh, uh, the, the <laughs> no, double scoop. The snowstorm Pokemon. <laughs> the snowstorm Pokemon. Again, Pokemon number 500. Pokemon number 584. Uh, Vanillux. It was uh, originally introduced in the fifth generation of Pokemon uh, in the uh, Pokemon black and white games. Very accommodating to what we're talking about here black and white stuff um it originally uh starts off as a vanillite pokemon number 582 known as the single scoop um <laughs> the, the child size uh the fresh snow pokemon um uh starts out as a uh, it, it, it hang on let me let me let me say that its height is uh, one foot four or 0.4 meters uh it weighs 12.6 pounds or 5.6 kilograms uh, it has two different abilities, uh, either its regular ability that you can catch it normally with or its hidden ability, which you can find it with. Uh, its um, uh, ability is Ice Body, is HP re- is restored when it's hailing, which is always nice, very similar to the uh, Water Absorb ability that we were talking about before. Yeah. Or its hidden ability is Weak Armor, uh, which uh, when hit by an attack, the Pokemon's defense is lowered by one stage, but its uh, speed is increased by one stage. 
I don't know. I don't like that ability too much, but I guess if you have that it makes type of strategy, sense, though. yeah, if you have that type of strategy when you're when you're playing playing with it, uh, you want to go over its levels. Um, like when it evolves, yeah, yeah, it'll evolve. Well, first of all, from vanillaite to vanillish, 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 yes, vanillish at level thirty-five, and then from uh, vanillish to vanillux at level forty-seven. So it's uh, one of those late bloomers, basically. Very, very late. 35, like that's when you normally get the third, you know, evolution of a evolution stage of a Pokemon. Uh, honestly, like you would need patience. But then again, around the time when you actually find the Pokemon in the game, it's already going to be roughly like level 20, I think. Yeah. I, at least that's what I remember in uh, in black and white, you know, first kind of playing half through, half through the game. When I found it, it was already like level... 15 ish 20 ish so it would be silly for it to evolve like two levels later Make, yeah and next... it looks like um it's low in in x and y it's located in the frost cavern and it the it'll it's level 20 it's no matter what it's going to be level 20 level 20 uh, frost but vanillaite vanillaite yeah of course yeah vanillaite looks like vanillish you can't find it anywhere you have to evolve vanillaite and vanillux the same thing you have to evolve it in order for you to get that pokemon so it's not something that you could find in the wild, either vanillish or vanillux. It's two, uh, it's evol- it's evolved forms. Very cool Pokemon, though. It's uh, only ice type, uh, 50-50, uh, male to female ratio. You can find them in the wild. Um, it's it's a nice Pokemon. Uh, I, I said that, I already said ice type Pokemon. Um, Vanillite is the fresh snow Pokemon. Uh, Van- uh, Vanillish is the icy snow Pokemon, and Vanillux, like I said before, is the snowstorm Pokemon. Um, it, it makes a little bit more sense when you don't look at them as ice cream cones, but as like snow capped mountains. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at Vanillux, it looks like it has like clouds around up at the top and everything like that. Um, other than just like an ice cream cone, maybe a mixture of the two. Like an, uh, you know what? I sometimes think of um. An icicle, how you know it's mm-hmm. it, it's basically like the snow at the top and the icicles kind of hanging from the bottom. Yeah, true. Yeah, something something like that would would uh, would be a, also a a good way to look at it, other than an ice cream cone. And I mean, the abilities, especially weak armor, makes a lot of sense if you think of it like kind of an ice cream, not an ice cream cone, an icicle with snow icicle. on top. Yeah, because if you knock off some of the snow, its defenses lower, but it does get faster. All comes full circle. Definitely, yeah. definitely makes a lot of sense. But let's go over its stats. Um, uh, HP seventy one. Vanillux stats. Uh, HP seventy one. Attack ninety five. Defense eighty five. Special attack one ten. Special defense ninety five. And a speed of seventy nine. Um, not the fastest Pokemon, but I'm not expecting an Ice type Pokemon to be absolutely that fast, um, especially when it has no legs. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> what else am I going to say about it? Um, but a very cool Pokemon to begin with and, and a pretty, it's, it's not the weakest Pokemon, but it's, it's a decent Pokemon with a special attack of 110 and an attack of 95. Let's see the moves that it learns It learns stuff like blizzard, uh, sheer cold, um, sheer cold, definitely a good move. The target instantly faints if it hits, you know, with, uh, with an accuracy of 30, that's absolutely terrible, but. But if it hits, but if it hits, there you go, you know, and I'm sure there's, you know, obviously there's items and stuff like that, uh, where you can increase that at least, uh, somewhat, um, but good Pokemon, 
uh, of the episode. I, I like I like that choice, especially because it has been a little bit cooler more <laughs> recently as well. And we're talking about black and white. All, all I'd like together. to see how uh, how it's the competitive build will be for this. True. Because oh. I don't know how where where you can go with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what are its defenses again? Eighty five. It's it's still a good defending Pokemon. It's also a good attacking Pokemon. So it could, it could possibly go either way. Especially with the ability of weak armor, might go in the way in the way of attacking. Um, I I would say um, just looking at its attacks, it doesn't have exactly the strongest attacks. It has Ice Beam, which is fine. It has Avalanche, which is mm, it's okay. Um, it learns uproar, which is a normal type attack though, but that's a special type. Oh, well then again, these are all specials. So, uh, what is it? One ten. One. Yeah. One ten was the, yeah. I mean, it could, it could go in my opinion, either way. It could be like a, uh, like a, maybe a, would it be like a setup? It can learn harden, icicle spear, weather ball, uh, icy wind, uproar, avalanche, mirror shot, acid armor, hail. I I'd say it can go either, either the way of, attacking not exactly to the fullest speed or anything like that but maybe a hard hitter with some of the more hard hitting moves or like a setup type pokemon with it knowing hail um things like taunt acid armor things like that yeah um, but it's definitely going to be interesting how to see how it works dre always surprises me he, he's really good yeah. at that <laughs> so again that was the pokemon of the episode pokemon number 584 vanillux so, any last things, or, or was that pretty um, much it? We talked about the Google thing. That was like the main thing that I really wanted to go over. Um, Kensuke Mori art book, Super Smash Brothers. Question of the episode. Question. You want to ask something? I don't. I, don't, I didn't. Um, think of well, we never did ask on the last episode. What, what is your um, favorite Mega Evolution? And I, I want to follow up to that as well. Um, what, what Pokemon do you want to see with a mega evolution? Okay. So that'll be the question of the episode. What is your favorite mega evolution? Just answer that. And if you were to see another Pokemon obtain a mega evolution, what would it be and why? Or why not? If you don't want to see that happen. I'm sure a lot of you do want to see it happen. So regardless, (laughs) (laughs) so um, you could go ahead and answer that in the show notes over at pokedexradio.com slash 79. If you're listening to this live, that's not going to be available probably for another two, three hours. Cause I do need to still write everything for the, for the blog post for the show, all the notes and everything, which I haven't done yet. Um, if you're listening to this as a download, you should already be able to go ahead and answer again, pokedexradio.com slash 79. Um, if you'd like to, you can go ahead and listen to us live every Saturday as long as we're available to go ahead and do the show over at pokedexradio.com slash live. There is the button over on the top of the page where you can just – it says live. Just click on it, and if we're live, we're live. If we're not, we're not. We usually do the show every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Usually we go – what, today we started at 7.05 just to wait for anybody you know showing yeah. up. Uh, usually you- it's quote-unquote – Pre-show starts at 6.30. Pre-show starts at 6.30 or whenever we just... I, I was able to set up everything, you know, right before that. So we started probably a little or a little after that, excuse me. Um, probably 6.45, I think we started today. And yeah. we just chit-chatted until until the show started. Um, usually we do that if you'd like to hear just what's running through our heads at that time. But that's that's uh, pretty much what we do. Um, if you'd like to go ahead and follow us on uh, on Twitter, it's at Pokedex Radio. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Pokedex Radio. 
Uh, if you have any you know questions for me just about anything or about the show or whatever, something that you think that might not be exactly for the comments of the episode itself, feel free. Go ahead and shoot me an email. Or The email address here is feedback at pokedexradio.com. Anything you'd like to bring to me, any news or whatever you think it might be interesting to put in the next episode or something that should be talked about or whatever, feedback at pokedexradio.com is the easiest way to get to me. Um, but that's pretty much, pretty much it for today's episode. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do so. You can do it on iTunes. If you do subscribe in iTunes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and a nice positive review. Um, same thing in Stitcher. You can give us a thumbs up there. Also, if you can give a review, go ahead and do so there. Whatever you do, just at least subscribe to the show. And if you can support the show in any way, please go ahead and do so. Through Amazon. Through Amazon. Pokedexradio.com slash Amazon. Uh, just takes you to the Amazon front page and whatever you buy helps support the show. Pokedexradio.com slash store. Um, takes you to the store that I made on Amazon. The, it's called the A store, the Amazon store. A um, couple of things that I put up there. You can check out if you want to buy it, buy it. Uh, or pokedexradio.com slash donate and you can give a monetary donation there. I would really appreciate any way to support the show. And if you can't, at least subscribe and do comments so we can keep things, keep the conversation going. Any last words, Renee? Um, no, just, you know, thank you for listening, everyone, and be the very best. Like no one ever was. To catch yeah. them, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um... All right, that's it for today's episode, trainers. I want to thank you very much for listening. Like I said, subscribe if you haven't. Go ahead, follow us, like us, whatever it may be. Um, not much else to say. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening live if you do. PokedexRadio.com slash live every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, really do appreciate all your support and everything, trainers. I've gotten the emails. You know, is everything okay over the past two weeks? Regardless, everything is fine. If there was anything, the show would never end. I know I've taken a big break this time, but it's not going to be like two years ago when I took a two-year break. So don't worry, no worries about that. Thank you so much, trainers, again, for listening to today's episode, where you can find it at pokedexradio.com slash 79. As usual, my name is Austin, and that is Renee, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2014, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the Pokedex Radio at pokedexradio.com. And thank you for listening.